This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. Jamie, this is that, that come up with Eddie Nine Volt. I'm gonna come up. Yeah, yeah, Feels real good. I've been so blue. I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna come up. It feels real good to have a brand new view. Come up. Well, I just broke off with my baby. Oh, I'm finally loving you. I'm gonna come up. Well, I just moved up to Lucky Street when the mayor came and said to me, You're on the come up. He's on the come up. Plain to see between you and me, you got so much loving and chemistry. It's about to come up. It's about to come up. Well, good things keep on coming. There ain't gonna be no running. I'm on the come up. I'm on the come up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Piscoff Podcast. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to fucking drop the knowledge of, of the masses on you people. Drop the knowledge of the masses on your asses. You know what I'm saying? Welcome. How are you? How how have you been since last week? Number one. Number two. Did you did you appreciate that I I dropped one a little bit earlier? I think you did. You definitely liked it that I dropped it on a Saturday night, and that way you were able to download it Sunday, listen to it Sunday, listen to it during the week if you wanted. It was actually probably the better way to do it. I think, and I'll get to what I did on uh, Sunday, which is why I didn't record yesterday, because today's now technically Monday. Uh, I'm recording this before I go make some food and then go hit some mics. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's get to it. <coughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> you know what, Jamie? You know what time it is. Hit that button. You know we're going to... Whoa, that's too much louderness. Thank you, Jamie. Spark the J. So, um, last... Let's see. You know what? We'll start with the the recap, I guess. We'll do the recap backwards. Fast forward. You don't care. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Let me get the soundboard in case I need it. Probably don't, but just in case, you know. Anyway, so uh, this week, I um, oh first of all, because I see the the drop, I did not. I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. I have not had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. I haven't had pizza in a couple of days actually. Um, let's get to it. So yesterday, uh, I went to the city with uh, Chris, and I met up with a couple other comic buddies. And, uh, and Chris, you remember Chris? He was on the last episode, I believe, uh, if not two weeks ago. I think it was last week. Um, and, and Chris and I, we had a good fucking time. We got to hit four mics in an afternoon. It's pretty much afternoon till evening, right? So we got there. Let's see. We got there probably a little after one. Um, we signed up at a couple of spots and then by the time the first one started, it was around three o'clock. By the time I went up, you know, it was a little bit later, but pretty much from like three till like eight. We were hitting mics or walking between mics and, and, you know, having a fucking blast. We got to hit 
the comedy shop, then we hit the Grizzly Pair, then the comedy shop again, then Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> first time there, it's my first time at all three places. The comedy shop I got to do twice. And to be honest with you, uh, probably my favorite of the three just because it has the least pressure vibes in it, right? Now, the Grizzly Pear was not bad, except that we were pretty much the last people on the list. Now, when we had signed up for the Grizzly Pear, we had already been at the comedy shop, though, waiting to go up. And then right after, we're going to go to the Grizzly Pear. So to be honest, we weren't there for anybody else's set either, you know? So they weren't there for ours. They were probably... Here's the other thing. Every one of these New York comics are also on the same grind that you... So... Every once in a while, you'll see somebody in Jersey who does, they'll, they'll go to a mic, they'll go up to the host, be like, hey, do you mind if I can go up uh, like in a couple comics because I'm, I'm trying to go hit another mic. I would do this when I would have like multiple mics in a night and I knew I wasn't going to make it in time. Otherwise, I would just wait until my turn because you know what? For some reason, and I'm going to call this the universe, don't ever ask to go up early for no reason. If you have a reason, you have a reason. But if... I had three mics in a night. I have to get to the first mic and sign up first. Now, if that didn't happen and I was like 19th on the list, I could ask to get moved up. Or what will most likely happen is I'll just fucking end up going. I'm not going to be 19th on the list, obviously, but because if I'm planning to do three, I'm going to get there early, right? But let's say I'm like seventh on the list. It's so much better to go up seventh than to try to go up like second or third or fourth. Just because you think you're going to get to the next mic, get there, sign up, wait a little bit, and then get to the third mic. It's only fun if you're going to hang out third, right? But but anyway, the point I was trying to get at was these comics, they're fucking grinding, man. They get to the mic, they'll do, they'll wait for like two, three comics max after them, and then they're on to the next one. Or they're just all assholes. It's one of the two. The thing I did like about it is I noticed the sense of camaraderie. They're all in it together. They all know each other. And I felt like the, uh, I felt like a, a uh, you know, uh, somebody has always said, to, they said to me a bunch of times, I've heard this a bunch of times, this is what I'm trying to say, is comedy is a lot like high school in the sense that there's cliques and then there's bullying and there's all this uh, popularity contest bullshit. So it's very much like high school. And being in the New Jersey comedy scene and then going to New York to try their comedy scene out, what I did notice is I was like a foreign exchange student, like, but I wasn't like one of the foreign exchange students where people were like, oh, oh, you're new here? Let me show you around. Let me, let me show you what America's like. It was more like, all right, yeah, we'll look at him. We'll talk to him, but we're not going to go out of our way. If, if he talks to me, I'll talk to him back, but I'm not going to initiate conversations, which is fine. I get it too, man, you know? In their eyes, they're like, I've never seen this guy before. He could pretty much be a brand new comic, and brand new comics, for the most part, kind of fucking suck. We kind of, look, even myself, 100%, especially myself, brand new, I was so bad at it. I give people so much credit for listening. But yeah, man, I ended up going to four, and I was like, damn, son, where'd you find this? It's like, yo, you found four mics in one day? And I was like, damn, son, where'd you find this? So I go up on the first one, and I, yo, I do my set, and it's a big old bomb. Go to the second mic. I go to the second mic, and what's the second mic like? Empty room. There's only two people who are non-comics there, and another bomb. 
I get to the third mic. I actually do all right at the third mic. I think I did the best. The third mic was the comedy shop 2.0, like the second time around at the comedy shop. And I definitely did better at that one. But then I went and we did Greenwich Village right before we left. And I did another fat ass bomb, bro. It was bad, man. <clears throat> it wasn't that bad. If I'm being honest, it was just not good, man. It was so rough. But anyway, uh, we do all those mics. It's like 8 o'clock. We leave. There's traffic to fucking leave. By the time we... Um, it was 8. It was maybe a little before 8 because I think I got back to Chris... We, I met at Chris's and he drove us in and then when we got back to Chris's it was like 8.45 and I didn't get home until like it was another 25 minutes so <coughs> like a little after 9, 9.10ish right so now I'm home at 9 and I realize I haven't eaten at all today and I'm about to record a podcast am I fucking nuts I'm gonna be so hangry I was like you know what and then I, I, uh, I'll get to what else I've been doing this week. I uh, got a message in, 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 the, in the Call of Duty group chat that I got. And they were like, we happened on, boys. We happened on around between 8 and 10. And it was just 9 o'clock. And apparently everybody had just signed on, all the boys. So me and the boys, we started knocking back some Call of Duty. And, yo, they, they knew I was angry because it was 9, 10. I turned on the PlayStation I get home, I pee, I put my shit down, end up checking the messages, turn on the PlayStation, it's like 9.15. We didn't start our first game until 10 o'clock. Because for whatever fucking reason, games just kept dropping out, then people had to restart shit, and then XYZ, all this other bullshit. 45 minutes. And then we finally start a game. Now I was getting angry. I was getting so angry that I thought I was going to lose my friends because I was going to just start saying mean things. And I realized I get hangry very easily. I don't get so hangry where it's like, if you just give me food, I'm going to calm down until I decided to make food. And as soon as I thought about making food, I already calmed down. I turned on, I preheated the oven to throw in some fries. I threw in some popcorn chicken on the new wave to, to get those motherfuckers crispy so I could make myself a little popcorn chicken sandwich. And boy, after I ate that motherfucker, I was feeling better. But then also we played Call of Duty for a couple hours and it was like 11. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go. I'm probably not going to be loud, but I don't want to, in case I'm loud, be loud now with my neighbors. 11 o'clock on a fucking Sunday. Hey, they have jobs. I don't know what their schedule is. Doesn't fucking matter. If I had work on a Monday morning and some asshole was fucking screaming about whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about on this episode... At, at, at fucking 11 o'clock at night until probably midnight or later, that's gonna that's too much. It's too much. And then if they knock on the door, they send me a text message, which would be a really respectful thing to do. It's going to throw off my podcasting game, baby boys. So what I do, I waited until the next day. And you know what I did today? I fucking relaxed. I, I, I went to sleep at a decent amount of time. I woke up early today, but like fully refreshed, but early. I uh, I did some more podcast research, a.k.a. I checked out Worldstar, checked out Worldstar Corner. I had to go through a whole goddamn week's worth of videos, sift out, sift through all the garbage. First of all, not only do I go through a week's worth of Worldstar videos, I have to watch. Let's say there's 10 videos a day, so 70 videos I have to go through. Let's say out of the 70 videos, 
35 of them I, I tab out. Let's say I tab out half of them. Well, maybe 35 of them aren't going to last. They're not all making the cut. Maybe five of them right away are just not good videos. They're just stupid ass, like no audio, nothing for me. To, I, I could tell you a story from them. Those are another five. Five of them are stories only. I don't have to play the whole thing. But then there's also five of them. It's like these have to be in the podcast. There's going to be something about them that blows up. And I'm going to show you guys after you guys could have found it on your own, obviously. But now before the rest of the, the media shows. So so I have World Star is the most trusted. It's probably people ask me, where do you get your news? World Star. World Star is where I get my news. I hear about other news from other podcasts, but you can't call that a reliable source because they're literally pulling up other websites they don't even tell you about. So I'm not going to go ahead and use that as a verified source. Let me have some of this fucking LaCroix. Ah, you hear that? That's Pamplemousse. Pamplemousse? Pamplemousse is, uh, is what they call grapefruit in, in French, I guess. So if you're ever in France and you want to get a grapefruit, you just say Pamplemousse, and they'll give you a, a grapefruit LaCroix. Grapefruit LaCroix, I thought it was going to taste like Fresco without the sugar. It does not. Sadly, it does not. I have two other flavors on deck for this episode. I have lemon and I have orange. Lemon, I don't know what lemon tastes like. Orange tastes like orange soda. With, like I would assume a diet orange soda is without the actual sugar. So like an actual, if you're on a diet orange soda, would be the orange LaCroix. Not bad. Not bad. I've tried, my favorite is still lime. Second favorite is probably going to be orange. Third is going to be grapefruit, then lemon. And not that either of them are any better or worse than the other one. It's just that they're both pretty much just whatever. And you know what's crazy? I don't even remember the order, except that lime was number one. Because lime is just number one. Lime is the number one flavor. It's 555, and I'm seeing it on one, two, three, five devices. So there you go. You know what that means? Neither do I. Yusuf, get to it. Stop smoking. And they didn't even do edibles today. My dad got so, my dad got, I'm going to let the joint too. My dad got so mad. And he goes, I th first of all, hey, I, he makes it seem like he's listening to my podcast. He goes, oh, so why are you telling everybody how much drugs you're doing? Well, you're dosing yourself and you're telling everybody how much you're dosing yourself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, you're like 500 milligrams, 100 milligrams, 200. I'm like, what are you? Oh, edibles. You mean weed? Yeah. I'm telling them how fun of an episode it is or how wild it's going to get. You already know what a 50 milligram is, is the perfect amount. But Yusuf can't do 50. He'll do 100 because he doesn't have as many topics and he wants to ramble. If he does 150, Yusuf has zero topics. He has five topics max. Zero to five topics is going to be 150 plus milligrams. If I have five to 10 topics, 100 milligrams. If I have 15 topics, five, five mil, 50 milligrams. That's it. If I got a guest, zero milligrams for the most. Sometimes I'll do it. I don't know if I did any with Chris. I think I did. I actually, I 100% did. So, so there's that. Anyway, let's see what else did we do. Yeah, that was today. Today relaxed. You know, woke up, did my shit, cleaned, got a little exercising in, uh, made some coffee, played some Call of Duty, did the podcast research. Uh, I didn't edit any videos, though. Oh, I was supposed to edit video. I'll do that tomorrow before I go to the family. God willing. But, yeah, let's see. Let's go back. Sunday, like I said, hit, hit a bunch of mics. It was a lot of fun. Played Call of Duty. Ended up uh, watch. Oh, I watched. 
the I am the captain now movie. I am the captain now. Phillips, John Phillips or whatever his fucking name is. It was actually a good movie. I'll tell you that. You know, I don't like I don't like uh Tom Hanks if he if here's the thing I should, I I actually have zero proof other than people have said that he's into shit, into weird shit, and then there's other shit that shows he's into some weird shit. Like, he posts pictures of gloves, and apparently when people go, it's like a correlated to when people go missing. Now, I actually have no way of verifying that information, but it sounds about right, so I've always had a dislike for Tom Hanks. He also, right around COVID time, ended up going to Greece because Greece doesn't extradite. Now, this could just be a coincidence, but Greece doesn't extradite pedophiles, and he was about apparently going to be accused of being a pedophile, but I guess his legal team got that swept under the rug. He even fucking was in Pinocchio. He was Geppetto. Geppetto-file. Am I out on the street? Am I leaps? And God damn it. I hit the wrong button and I stopped it. <sighs> Am I talking out of turn here when I call Tom Hanks a possible pedophile? Probably. Most likely, yeah. But here's what I'm going to say. I didn't like him, but I did like his acting. His acting is fucking good. He make whatever he does, he fucking makes you believe his character. All right, I, that's that's all I gotta say. He's a fucking believable character, and that's another thing. Actors are all fucking fake. All right, you can't you can't. Who's a real actor? J- oh, you know who is John Bernthal? Is that his name? John Bernthal. He's the guy who does The Punisher. He's in The Walking Dead. You know, he was Shane in the. I think his name was Shane in The Walking Dead. Yo, yeah, he's a fucking, he's a tough guy, thug guy. Yeah, that's fucking him. Good actor. And probably a real person. There's a couple more. I just can't think of them right now off the top. Keanu Reeves, I heard he's like a real motherfucker. He's like a real motherfucker on and off stage. It's not fake. But then there's all these other people who don't know how to be anybody if they're not pretending. to. They only know how to be who you tell them to pretend to be. Who are you yourself? Nothing. They don't have anything. Like, fucking, apparently, um, Johnny Depp, he liked, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm saying what's his name to you like you fucking know. Yeah, you do, right? The guy with the glasses, the Thompson. Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, you guys, remember? You guys are all, you're not screaming it because none of you guys know. But it doesn't matter. Look him up. Thompson. Something Thompson. He He's like a writer and he did psychedelics and a lot of drugs and, uh, and, he liked Thompson so much. Thompson is the last name, by the way. He liked Thompson so much. Why can't I remember? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R. Stephen Thompson? No. Russell Thompson, S. Stephen Thompson. I don't fucking know. I hate that I can't remember his goddamn name right now, and I did the whole alphabet. That's what I usually try to do. If I know somebody's last name or first name, I'll go through the alphabet until I could try to maybe. Oh, that's the last the name, and then it just pop into my head. Clarence Thompson. God damn it. Whatever. He's not being himself, and I'm being a fucking idiot right now. So let's get to it. Um, people are fake. I'm fake as fuck too, man, right? Look at me. I'm trying to pretend to be a fucking a 
normal person, like a well-adjusted normal person, but also like I'm following my dreams and I don't hold animosities towards people. So Sunday, like I said, did four mics. What did I do Saturday? Oh, and I watched that movie with, that was the point, and how actors aren't real. Whatever. We'll get back to it. I watched that. That was all yesterday. So Sun Saturday. All right. You know what? I'm going to shorten up the recap. I worked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then after work, I played Call of Duty. And then after that, I made food. And that's it. And then I woke up and repeated. Every day that I had work, I did not do any mics. On Tuesday, because on, Tuesday I was going to go to one right after I saw the family. Turns out it was canceled. Lemon grass is no longer there anymore. Wednesday, I wasn't feeling it. Thursday, I wasn't feeling it, and I would have had to gone up, and I'd rather just play Call of Duty. And and Friday, I I was gonna maybe go to that VFW hall, but also kind of didn't want to leave. I could just play Call of Duty, so I did that. Now, next week, I'm going to be going to Mike's. I want to try to do the Levity Live open mic on Friday at an actual comedy club. Plus, it's going to be in New York State. So, there'll be a bunch of comics I don't know there. And that's kind of also the reason I didn't really hit the mics over here. I'm kind of getting sick and fucking tired of these some of these New Jersey comics, which is another reason I went to the city. Now, could now when I was being all nice to New York City comics, even though I didn't fucking like New York City, I'll tell you this. They're not going to laugh if your joke is shit. Which is a good thing to know because sometimes in Jersey you get away with people laughing at shit jokes and then you'll keep telling a shit joke and then wonder why it doesn't always work. Because it's a shit joke. So there is something there. Um, But New York, New York is his own kind of fucking beast. And uh, I got to tell you this, I fucking, I really do enjoy it. And, uh, and, and the people there, I know a couple there's uh, Rowie, there's Ethan. Ethan, I didn't fucking even know was, by the way, doing. Ethan is a guy, he works, I'm not going to blow up his spot, but he worked at a, a, a comedy club that I was at when I was doing a, a, an internship for a podcast. And he was a waiter there, and I should have figured, of course, you're a waiter at a comedy club. Yeah, of course you're fucking, you're also uh, a comedian. And he's been doing it like a little bit longer than me, like a couple months, like probably four or five months longer than me. So like, and he, he was doing good. So it gives me hope. And he fucking, <coughs> he's doing it, doing it, dude. He moved to the city to do it. Dude, I don't even have the balls to do that. I'm a fucking pussy. I hate the city so much, by the way. it, it do, I don't like it in one bit. When I'm, I like to be there in short chunks, but I would never live in the city. if I, I, I can't see myself living in the city. Unless I have, like, a community that I can live with, that I get along with. Like, the way that I hear, like, the comics that live in the city talk about it, I can possibly see myself at that time to maybe living in the city. Because, like, you got a whole bunch of boys there, so at least you're close to your boys. So, like, like for example, if unless I'm in, like, Jersey City and then people are, everybody else is in Manhattan, then it would make sense. Or we're all going to meet in Manhattan when we all hang out and then do mics. Then it would make sense. I can still stay in Jersey. You know what I mean? Uh, take the fucking path in, go over there, fucking hit some mics, come back, still be in Jersey. But, like, I don't fucking need to be in the city. That place has an evil in it. You fucking feel it, dude. I don't even want to get into any of the drama that fucking happened yesterday about it. Anyway. So, yeah. 
I didn't want to fucking see any of the the, new, the other some of these New Jersey comics, so I didn't even go out. Um, last time I did go out was Monday night, and uh, it was not good. Did I even go out Monday? I might not even gone out Monday night. I think I might have gotten really, really pissed the last time I recorded a podcast. Uh, no, and then I did a Sunday mic, and then I got really pissed, and then I haven't been in a mic since. So last Sunday, and then to this Sunday, zero mics, but then I did four on Sunday. And and you know what? I was only rusty in the first mic. Sober every mic, no more alcohol at mics. If I am drinking again, on and off, like I drank when I was playing Call of Duty, um, but I haven't been drinking as much, and also... I'm not gonna. I'm not going to at all drink if I'm going to do comedy. But if I'm going to enjoy comedy, like watch it. I'm going to drink, but I also have to drink moderately because I have to be able to. I want to have enough that I can be loose. Because sometimes, and you know what, it might only be an open mic thing that I feel like I need to loosen up. Because that's that's the other thing I'm learning is when I'm at open mics sober. And by sober, I mean like only marijuana. Um, I get so much anxiety right before I go up for no reason. And yesterday I got some and then I realized I was looking at the room. I'm like, look, these guys are telling jokes. They're funny jokes. But like I've told better jokes than them. And then I did my jokes and they didn't. They got pretty much the same amount of laughter as them. So I'm like, oh, now I'm judging other people, even though they're the fucking same as me. So there's that. There's that. I don't know. Have some more pamplemousse. But, um, yeah, I ended up seeing the family on Tuesday. And then that was fun. I do like seeing the family. I always like seeing the family. My dad, uh, I didn't get to hang out with him too much. But but uh, I hung out with my baby sister, Lena. She's the best. And uh, her and I, we were fucking playing some board games. And then the my... I call all right. So my little sister, and then there's the baby sister, right? Little sister's the thirteen year old. Baby sister's like eight. And little sister Yasmin, she does the intro. Um, she she had a, a some kind of club thing at school. I didn't even fucking ask her. That's how shitty of a brother I am. I just asked her how her day was, but I didn't even ask her what the fuck club thing she had a meeting for. And uh, picked her up from school because she had a meeting thing and my dad couldn't do it because he was going to be uh, doing whatever. And me and the little sisters have fucking hung out, listened to some songs on the ride, fucking go back to the house, find out how they're doing, play some board games with the baby sister. She fucking loves playing Guess Who. Yo, she she learned that there's no way she can beat me in Guess Who unless she cheats. So now she cheats. So like if I ask her, uh, is it a boy? Uh, is your character a boy? She'll say no, but it is a boy. And so now I have. So she said, "Is no, it's not a boy." So that means it's a girl. So all the boys go away, and guess what? One of her characters is a boy. So I've been fucking all the other guesses I make doesn't fucking matter. She's fucking. She figured it out. You know what? I'm not even mad because she figured it out. She said, "Oh." You always going to beat me? Well, I'll figure out a way to beat you then, even if I got to cheat. And is it an honorable win? No, but she fucking won. Because I'm not, I don't know how to fucking, I wouldn't even know how to backtrack the steps and to figure out how to go back. Will you just disqualify her? Anyway, it was fun. I would fucking have fun. And then my dad came back after some errands he had to do. 
Uh, and then we got an argument right away. He's like, oh, why are you dosing yourself, talking about it on the podcast? I thought he listened to the podcast. Nope, he's not a fan. Not a fan. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, that's enough of that. Anyway, um, that was the recap. Yeah, fuck it. And then I had fun. What did I, And uh, whatever else. It doesn't matter. Let's think about anything else. So... Voting is coming up, right? You guys know about that. You guys know t- tomorrow, actually. By the time you hear this today, if I drop it, and, and then you're, if you're listening to this live on Monday, then, or if you're listening to this live now and it's Tuesday, today is election day-ish thing. It's like one of those voting things. So are you going to vote? That's the question. Are you going to go to the ballots and vote? Because I'm not. Is voting haram? That's the question I want to ask you. Is voting haram? Haram means forbidden in Arabic. But is voting haram? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I have some guesses. And I want to say yes. And here's why. First of all, you're, it's kind of like gambling, right? You're gambling that you pick the correct person or the person who wins. So it's not really gambling because there's no stakes except for the stakes of the entire world, depending on where you're voting, right? Possibly, possibly not exactly, but at least through uh, through symbolism, you're, you're symbolically voting on something very, very, uh, a very large stake, right? That's at least how some people make it seem like if you don't, some people make it seem like if you don't vote, you destroyed democracy. So there's definitely you're definitely gambling if you vote. Also, <clears throat> aren't you kind of responsible too at that point? If you think about it. Think about this. I voted for Obama, and Obama drone struck a lot of innocent Muslim kids in the Middle East or non-Muslims, whatever, you know, whoever they were. He 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 sanctioned drone striking people all out through the Middle East. Am I kind of responsible because I picked the guy who did the things, even if I didn't agree with those things? And I hope not. But here's the flip side, right? Like, let's say you voted for Hillary for the Hillary Trump election and then Trump got in. You're not responsible for anything that Trump did. You voted for Hillary. So the only, the, the best thing I think I guess you can do in an election is to vote libertarian because they're never going to win. But at least you're not a gamble because, you know, you're never going to win. And then you can say you voted so people who get mad. And then and then hopefully you're like me and you also agree with the libertarian ideals. Otherwise, vote for the, the ideals you, you agree with, obviously. 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 I'm an American. I know that freedom means that people aren't going to always agree with me. However, we have to still live amongst each other. Now, now, would it have been nice if nobody had picked on me for being a Muslim kid uh, right after 9-11? Yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been so awesome. However, you know what would have happened is I would have never gotten a, a thick skin. I would have been, I wouldn't, I would have been, oh my God, I don't even want to know. I don't even know what the fuck I would have. I don't, oh my God, I'm like dying brain meant i'm like having a mental breakdown right here thinking wow what would that's got to be a movie or a skit idea right there 
Imagine 9-11 doesn't happen. What does my life turn out? Because nobody wants to call me a terrorist and nobody treats me like shit and people actually treat me the way I I, I should be treated based on the, the, my character. Isn't that the, the Malcolm? No, I'm not Malcolm X. Obviously, they don't, nobody ever quotes Malcolm X. Isn't that the, the Martin Luther King quote? Uh, judge people not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. What if people did not judge me by by my name or the color of my skin, but by who I was as a person? Would I have been a good person? Would I have been a bad person? I don't even know. I feel like I definitely... Evilness, I don't like to... All right, here's the... Here's how I break it down, right? Good and evil. Doing good is harder sometimes. When you get a thought of doing good and you get a thought of doing something bad, sometimes that bad thought brings you more pleasure just thinking about than doing the good thought thought thing brings brings you. For example, if you if somebody says something mean to you and then you want to say something mean back, that brings you thinking of saying something mean back and maybe even the mean thing to say back might bring you more happiness at that moment than you saying, I should forgive this person. This person's clearly mad at me for some other reason. Maybe they're projecting. Maybe they. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what they're saying. I should re- respond instead of in meanness and kindness. Well, that doesn't feel as good as, as the angry response back in the moment. However, here's the opposite. If you do something good for somebody... Versus you do something bad to somebody, right? If you do something bad to somebody, it feels good right at that moment until you realize what you did, and then it feels bad. For example, uh, this kid kept asking me, he's actually a fucking awesome, I don't have to name your name, um, but he's pretty much, it doesn't matter. Uh, he asked me for my vape, and and he and he just kept asking for it, and then... At one time, I had just been, I had a bad day, and I had taken out my anger on him unjustifiably. And I'm saying that now as an adult who was able to look back at it. But at the time, in my head, I was justified. This, I'm having a bad day, but he doesn't know that. Or maybe he does, but it doesn't matter. He doesn't know that at the time. And he is like, yo, let me see that vape, bitch. But he's saying it like a friend would say to another friend, but not like he didn't understand. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I said, listen, I know you know me, but you don't know me that fucking well. First of all, don't come fucking just call me bitch and then you're going to fucking take my vape. Ask for it nicely and I'll fucking give it to you. But don't fucking come. And I thought of, and I felt all right. And I was like, yeah, look at you, Seth. You stood up for yourself. And then I walked out. And then I drove home and I felt bad. And then I felt bad for a week and a month. And I honestly have been thinking about it a lot every every other so often that I think about the kid uh, that, that did it. And I say to myself, should I apologize? And then I also say, he's probably not even, th- he probably doesn't even remember it. Fast forward to yesterday at the open mics. I see him at one of the open mics. Fucking love this kid. He's a New York comic. And uh, he goes... By the way, I got my own vape today. And I was like, yo, no way. And he goes, what? And I was like, do you still think about the time where I yelled at you because... You, and he goes, yeah. And I was I do too, and I always want to apologize. But in my head, I'm like, I don't want to apologize to you if you don't even think about it anymore and bring it back up. 
but also I've been thinking about it. I've been so sorry ever since. And then we, not that there was any beef, but like, that's the way you got to kind of do things. Don't just assume things, but also you don't have, you don't want to bring it up. But like, if it comes up, do the right thing and apologize. Like, you know what felt so much better is knowing that he accepted my apology and I'm not holding on to that shit feeling all the time. And that gets to my other point, which is doing good things. When you do something good, it feels good. And every time you think about the thing that you did, it feels good too. And uh, why, by the way, shout out to Ari Shafir and his new special, Jew, on YouTube. It's titled Jew on YouTube. Um, and in there, he talks about there's like, or maybe it was something else. He talked, I, mean, I was on a podcast he did actually, never mind. Anyway, but still watch the special. It was an amazing special. But he talks about how there's like three ways of donating. There's... There's like giving where where you know you're giving something to somebody and the person who's receiving it knows that you're giving it to them. And that's like the lowest level of, of giving. Not that it's bad. It's just the lowest level. The next level is anonymously giving to somebody. Like so you know you're giving it to the person, but the person who's receiving it doesn't know who's giving it to them. That's like, you know, doing charity. Like let's say you donate clothing or anything like that. The third level is where you don't know that you're donating, like you don't know what you're giving to them and they don't know who's receiving it. And and then he didn't know how you did that. And I was thinking about it and I thought of something and I can't remember it exactly right now, but I guess it would be more along the lines of something like, imagine, I guess, like if you're just here. All right. So you can't. Let's say you you're you're you do the pay it forward thing, right? Well, if you do pay it forward, the person who's receiving it doesn't know you bought them the thing because they can't really see you in your car, right? But I guess the way you would do it is like this: you would go to the you'd go to like a a, a fucking Dunkin' Donuts and you'd say, um, "Here's two thousand dollars. One thousand dollars just for tip for you guys because you guys are awesome." And then $1,000 is worth of coffee. If you guys can, like, keep a tally. And then it's just given to them. Please don't tell them who it was. It's just you You got a free coffee today. Thanks to your... your uh, oh, and then you can even pretend if you guys want. You know what? I don't know how you do it, but you, you don't... You let somebody else take the credit. That's how it is. Somebody else takes the credit for the donation. So that way... But you also can't see them accept it so that's what i mean by like you, you if you're going to do the pay it forward you're not like looking in the rear view to see like oh do they accept it do they like the tip no no no. what you do is you almost gotta like leave money somewhere where somebody finds it they pay so, oh my god that's it that's exactly it i was on a walk like a couple months ago and there was a five dollar bill on the floor and i see it and i pick it up and I put it in my pocket, and I was just so happy. And I was so thankful, and I thanked God. And uh, and I think now, what if somebody else did that just as charity? Like, you know what? I know somebody's going to pick. This is an, a busy-ish area. Somebody will, somebody will see this. They'll pick it up, and they can use it. A good place to drop that is is probably like in a restaurant or something like that. Because then it won't get blown away by the wind. Because where I found it was outdoors, in a restaurant, in a food, in a food, in a supermarket. Drop it, maybe. Oh, dollar store. 
That'll go a long way. Drop like a $5 bill in the dollar store. Those are some ways that you can possibly do the thing where you're donating, but you don't know who's going to receive it, and they don't know who's giving it to them. That's how you do it. They don't know. I don't know who, who dropped this $5 bill. I didn't see anybody drop it. Now, if they see you drop it and they're good, they're going to probably try to give it back to you, right? But, and even if they do, then you still did like the one thing where you gave it to them and they knew it and you got to see their reaction. So even though you got the lowest level, your intention was to do it the highest level one. So there's some good that that could be done in it. I don't know. I'm halfway on this joint. I'm fucking feeling toasty. I'll save that other half. I'll just hit the weed pen. Let's do that. Anyway, I thought gambling was weird, and then I got into some other weird fucking thing with you guys. Some other side tangent thing. And, you know, that's that's what we do with, <coughs> with the podcast. <coughs> Sorry about that. Next topic. All right, here. We're going to get a little negative here. I was thinking about it like I don't know where where it got to but i was i was thinking about my mortality my life my life and my if i get to the point where i start shitting on my myself and i can't clean myself and i need my children or if i don't have if i i I don't want anybody in my family to have to wipe my shit not my brother, not my sisters. They're not I don't want them to have to clean me. I don't want them to have to bathe me. If I'm at the point where I can't even clean up my asshole, I'm probably not able to eat either or eating is eating by myself is going to be pretty close to the end. That being said, take me out. Pull out the cables, unplug it, hit the reset button. We're done. Unless I have shit made money, unless I have a, a money for poo poo made, a poop made, I need poop made money. PMM. I need that poop made money. I need a maid. I need a lady that can come in, clean my asshole, also bathe me because I'm probably going to need a bathroom. I'm not going to have my, my kids or my family do that either, or my siblings. They're also family. I forgot that. But I'm. I don't know why I thought that until I thought I was I was high I did not high on mushrooms. I did a microdose the microdose um well this was two weeks ago. I was gonna talk about it uh la- like last podcast when I was with Chris, but I ended up we ended up just doing World Star Corner. But um I don't know, I was think I was thinking of, the mushrooms made me realize that I might have abandonment issues and what i mean by that is i guess i feel like i'm always going to be abandoned by people so unless there are certain people that that earn the trust in so it, it there it's a it's it's a it's a two-sided coin right so I have an, abis- an, an an issue with being abandoned, so where I push people away, so that's like the tail side of the coin, and the head side of the coin is, but then some people I think will never abandon me, and even if they do a hundred times, I'll always keep forgiving them if they come back, because they came back. And um, the problem with that is that, like, because my mom 
like also pushed me away a lot in my youth. And then when she died, I felt like I had pushed her away and then she just left the earth. We talked about that in earlier episodes. You remember that one where I cried? I think it's like episode 13 and I fucking call it unlucky 13 or some bullshit. Uh, listen to that one if you want to hear Yusuf cry about it. Cry about his mom's death. Um, why am I talking third person? But yeah, between that and then, like, I noticed that, like, I'm I'm happier alone. Not that I want to be alone. Because I'm never really ever alone. That's the, the thing I got to thank God for and thank you all for. Is, like, I'm never alone. Like, all I got to do is post an, a, a couple of things on fucking Instagram and somebody's interacting with me. Or I'll fucking go to an open mic and somebody's going to... Somebody... I've gone to so many open mics, sat all the way in the back. I go, I sign up, I sit in the back of the room, and somebody, I guess whenever I need it, just always happens to come near me and somebody I actually enjoy talking to or somebody I need to talk to because they're going to give me a different perspective that I wasn't used to, and they always they always appear. They're always there for me. I, I can go online. On fucking, uh, on, I can go on randomly and play Call of Duty. Just talk shit to some random kid and then become friends after. It's fucking, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful world. And, uh, but I also know that, that I control it though. I don't need to go out and hang out with people on a weekend. I can stay by myself because I was left so many times by myself. But I'm okay with that. The only issue is I push fucking people away. So if I get in any relationship that I'm in, if you show me any signs of like you're standing next to the door and you're and you might even have a bag and it might even just be your purse, you just go into the supermarket real quick. But it looks like oh you're not le- you're not coming back. Yeah, you know what, bitch, give me your key. You're done. Get out of here. Bam, kick them out the door. Take the key back. Hope they didn't make copies. I don't know where I was going with that analogy, but that Pamplemousse Lacroix. The mushrooms did make me realize that. And so how do I fix my abandonment issues? Things I have to open up more to people. So if you guys reach out to me, um, I'm going to try to start reaching out more back to people. I don't call anybody. If you look at, at my phone, my phone records, if there is a way to check, and there probably is, on the amount of minutes I spend on outgoing calls and the amount of minutes I spent on incoming calls, it's going to be a 99% incoming and a 1% outgoing calls is the time I spent on calls. I don't call anybody. I don't call anybody because I don't fucking need, I, I'm getting mad right now. I don't, I, I don't call anybody because if you don't answer me, well, fuck you then. And that's the wrong way to think about it. Because I'm always there to answer for every fucking person who calls me. If you call me and I don't answer, I can't answer. That's it. If I could answer you, I'm fucking answering you. I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking answer you. I'll be on my walk. I'll be at work. I'll be driving. The only time I'm not going to answer you is if I'm in the shower, I'm taking a shit from on stage, or if I'm at an open mic and I really can't pull out my phone and, and talk to you in a, in a timely manner. Other than that, prob- or I'm sleeping. 
Other than that, I'm probably going to answer you. Or if you're, or if you're my brother. Other than that, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know you were thinking like, or if I call you ever, huh, Yusuf? Or Manny, too. Yo, Manny, I honestly... Manny, don't call me anymore. I can't understand you. Manny, we'll pull up the fucking I'm a real boy notification because Manny, Manny thinks he's a real boy, but man, I, I can't understand Manny, man. You're not Manny. This is a, like, yo, I don't even have gibberish, do I? I don't know. Manny, you, you don't know how to speak, you don't know how to speak English and... You know, I I don't know what happened. You 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 moved to north, uh, northwest Mexico, and you fucking you're in like the Pacific Northwest of Mexico. You moved to fucking Arizona, which is like north like North Mexico. New Mexico is 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 like less Mexican somehow than Arizona. I don't know how you like that fucking place. It's like. Hmm. Do you like where the the temperature all year round is scorching hot outside to the point where you always have a layer of dried salt on your skin because you always sweat and then you go inside and then it cools off instantly, leaving a nice layer of white all over your entire body. And by the way, do you like your lips? You better bring. Hey, chapstick was made in. Arizona, Texas, Arizona, Texas. I'm such an idiot. Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, birthplace of the chapstick uh, lip balm company. Because if you go to Arizona and you don't have lip balm, you will look like a crackhead within 12 hours. I landed there in the afternoon, hung out with my friends. Everything was fine. I wake up after eight hours of sleep. And my lips were like shitty pavement. My lips were cracked like if you throw a rock at a windshield. Those were my lips. It was fucking... It was... Who who chooses to live in, in, in like the lightest version of hell? Like... Imagine it's like, hey, do you want to go to hell, but in a simulation where you don't really feel all of the effects of like fire and brimstone? Try Arizona. This is not an endorsement for Arizona, clearly. Run it. All right. By the way. Guys, here we could do... We're going to do something else. Yasin called me. Yasin left me a voice message to play for you guys. And he deleted a couple. But we're going to play this one. Well, wrong one. Assalamu alaikum, Maida. All praise be to my children. Uh, I got a man. What? Yeah, 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 Lennox, Lennox, I'm coming for you. I'm the best ever. The I'm the best. most brutal and ruthless, vicious champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. I'm Sonny Listen, I'm Jack Nicholas, I'm from Nairclaws. I'm come from Nairclaws. My flow is impetuous. My, My defense is impregnable. impregnable. I'm just ferocious. I want his heart. <coughs> I want to eat his children. All praise be to Allah. 
My brother would literally spend, like, I'm imagining him spending hours on the laptop that he bought with his saved money. He bought a laptop so he can go on YouTube and watch Mike Tyson fights and interviews. My brother loves Mike Tyson, like, to the point where, inshallah, God willing, I'm going to get to meet Mike Tyson one of these days. I am going to meet him, and I'm going to introduce my brother to him. That's going to be the plan. Yo, play it. Run and play Mike, were you uh, really sick leading up to this fight, or uh, what was the problem? I broke my back. My back is broken. Uh, Was that like a vertebrae, or it's spinal? It's spinal. It's spinal. Yo, we're going to play that clip. Let's see who did it better. You seen her, Mike Tyson? Mike, were you really sick this week? Uh, what was the problem? I broke my back. I broke my back. My broke back is broken. My what back is broken. A, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Spinal. You did that in sparring? No, I did it um, by a motorcycle accident. Probably a motorcycle. I was doing my sit-ups, 2,500 a day with my 20-pound weight, and one day I couldn't move anymore. And I asked the doctor, what's wrong? He said, um, believe it or not, when your back is broken slightly. Your back is broken. Your back, it might, yo, yeah, so I was like, got the doctor, and he was like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, yo, maybe, maybe, maybe not do like 2,500 sit-ups with like 20-pound weight on your, on your chest, because like you're going to hurt yourself. And I was like, but like, but doc, I'm like the best ever. I'm like, I'm the most loosest and fittest, the most, most underrated most ever been. There's no one can stop me. And he said, yeah, I know, I know. And he goes, not Sonny List. He goes, no, of course not. And I'm like, yeah. And then I, and I'm from Nearclaw. And he goes, I don't even know what Nearclaw is. I kept thinking you were saying Bearclaw, like like the, like the food. Like I like Bearclaw. I didn't know you were from Nearclaw. I thought you liked Bearclaw. I like Bearclaw. I thought that was, I thought that was a line. All right, let's, let's play the other one. All praise be to my children. I love you. Oh, oh God, our man. What? Yo, I'm sorry. Yo, he got... Bro, listen to how angry he gets. He's trying to be so... He's like, all praise for my children, all to my Lord. And he goes, what? What? What do you want? We're going to play it again. All praise be to my children. I love you. Oh, oh God, our man. What? Is this your shortest fight ever? In any time, amateur, professional ever? Assalamu alaikum, Maida. Um, alaikum, Ida. I don't know, man. First of all, I don't know either. What the fuck is alaikum, Ida? You talking about the potato company? Ida, Orida, which is like Oregon, Idaho, or whatever? Like the French fries that we eat? Nigga, you alaikuming French fries, nigga? What you doing? Continue. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this in seven I or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. You didn't train for the fight. You only trained two, three weeks because you had to bury a friend? That's going to make you more angry. Why didn't you train before that? Did your... Did your friend die a month before the fight and you were like taking two weeks off to mourn that before you got into training? Because that was training time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now you're in the best shape of your life. Let's continue, Mike. I'm sorry. 
I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no, no one, one can stop me. me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. Man. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Bear Claw. There's no one that can match me. I like Bear Claws. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Best pray I want his heart. I want his children and then to calm himself down, a little cherry on top of Islam. Praise be to Allah. I think that was actually supposed to inspire fear. But this is before 9-11, so like he was just he was just too early on it, you know what I'm saying? Fucking love that shit, doggy. That shit was so fucking dope. Should we go to we got a we got a World Star Corner and we got a couple articles. You know, we'll do one article, then we'll do World Star Corner. We'll do one more article. We'll get the we'll get you guys out. We'll get you guys out here so you can you know maybe make some food before you go to the open mics too. You know what I'm saying? You having a good time though? You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm asking you there, you audience. You mostly men and then one or two women that that fucking no. There's like more of you. Thank you, female audience members. I don't know who you are. I love that you stay anonymous. I know you're all mostly ex-girlfriends. Thank you for checking up on me, keeping tabs. I am doing all right. I do miss you all. I miss you all. How about that? Hey, I miss you all, ex-girlfriends. Every one of you. If you're the one that's listening, I mean you and not the other ones. I don't mean any of the other ones. I only mean you. You know who you are. Remember that time we did that thing at night? In a place with my penis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you remember. Remember it was like in my pants and then it came out of my pants. You know what I'm talking about. And if I didn't do anything sexual with you, ma'ams, then I'm not talking about you ex-girlfriends that are lit. No, I'm kidding. All right, whatever. You guys having fun? I'm having fun here. We're out. We're all, we're all, we're all doing, we're all doing our time. We're all having fun. Dude, we got some fun fucking videos on World Star Corner. I'm telling you that. All right. We're going to do this quick story. Uh, I haven't really read it. I just heard it. So we're going to, I guess we'll call, you know what? We're going to do, actually, we're going to do news, but not really. So I'm not even going to read anything other than the headline. And then I'll go into the, the other news, but not really. Um, let me just number this real quick. Wait, wait, do I have that? I don't even have that. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. Yo, you guys, I love you guys. You guys are the best. All right. News, but not really. Judge says group of unvaccinated New York. Oh, I don't have a sound drop for news, but not really. Do I? I don't, but let's do something real quick. Actually, Jamie, we're not going to edit this in, but we're going to do... News, but not really, with Yousef Golf. What are the news? What's the what's in the news? Tell me. Well, the judge says that the group of unvaccinated New York City public employees can return to work and get back pay. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, you already know, as a free-range Yousef, who's never been vaccinated for anything. Of course, I'm not going to go against the experimental vaccination 
and then people were getting fired because they wouldn't take it. Now, some of them tried to, you know, bypass that by uh, by saying, you know, I got a religious exemption X Y Z, and then they couldn't get it, and then they, and they got fired. Some of them. The good news is that they realized that it was unconstitutional to f- like. Hey, you can't force people to do something, a medical procedure, first of all. You can't force people to take a medical procedure. Because let's go into hypothetical land here, right? Let's say this was a sterilization project. You're not going to force everybody into getting sterilized, right? Also, you can't force something that's an experiment on people. That's also against... The thing that I forgot because I only took like one class in college about it, but it was something about ethics. You can't, there's like some ethics review board. If you want to do an experiment with humans, you need to fucking pass this ethical review board shit. And I remember when I learned about it, it was like, yo, you can't do no fun experiments on people. And by fun is like, you can't treat any humans like they're lab rats. It's not like if you're a scientist, you're like, yo, I just want to like, what if we gave like a whole bunch of people a pill that can possibly make them hairy, but it could also possibly just make their heart turn inside out. It's all right. We're just going to test it out on people. Ah, it's fucking people, dude. Bro, some people don't have hair, though. They want hair. We're going to give them hair and possibly turn their heart inside out. But some people have hair without an inside-out heart. Isn't that worth it? I don't know. Some people are having their hearts turned inside out. And that's the shitty part about, look, and I get, I understand, the vaccine was made because it was supposed to help people, but I've also never, maybe it's because my dad never vaccinated me that I've never trusted a vaccine, period. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's what it is. But I do want to say that for people who are fighting their fucking guns to not get it and to stick with it and to to lose your job over it and then to now be found right that feels good to me because justice was served and unfortunately in this world it feels like oftentimes justice is not served so that's good news that's all that's where we go what else is in news but not really we have Elon Musk buying Twitter Elon Musk bought Twitter he got it he walked in with a sink and like a stereo bro, like who who's writing for you, Elon? Am I writing for you? Is Yousef writing for Elon Musk? Hey, Elon, what if you uh brought a sink inside like Twitter headquarters with you and then like had a cameraman stationed there and like he can watch you just walk in from like the front door until you get to in front of the cameraman and he goes, Ha ha, let that sink in. Huh. I think that would be it. Two awkward laughs. One before you say, let that sink in, and then one more after. That would be perfect. Can you do that for me? Cool. That should be called the N-word sink. Because as soon as he brought it in, all I knew is if you went on Twitter and you wanted the N-word with the hard R, it was everywhere, dude. Bro. Every, every... Bro, bro, people were just typing it in and hitting enter just to see if they'd get banned or to see if it would work. 
but they're not deleting it, and, or people were screenshotting it and just be like, N word, N word, N word. Look, I can finally say N word. Everybody's an N word. You're an N word. N word, N word, N word. So, uh, yeah. I guess, I mean, like, it doesn't bother me because while I can say that I, I, I could identify as an N word, I'm not an N word. I'm also only 75% African, according to the shitty 23andMe told me. But I'm going to go by my original statistics, and I'm half Moroccan. And that part doesn't identify as an N-word. I'm also a quarter Palestinian, doesn't identify as an N-word. I'm also uh, Russian, definitely. they. The Russian side looks at me like I'm an N-word, if that helps. But I'm not seen as one myself. Um, and then the American community. Uh, treats me as if I am a partial minority. I would say that like I'm I'm like a white passing minority, like not in the sense that I'm white, but like the way that I speak, I can speak eloquently enough that I can be white pass. I call it code switching. I put on glasses. I put on blue blockers, just so that way people are are seen at a more com. For some reason, black people with glasses are seen as less of a threat. Maybe because they're thought of as black people who read. I don't know where the stereotype is. I'm being a racist right now. But uh, but I'm not as being as much of a racist as the people on, on Twitter. Right? Now, the last part of news, but not really, because I didn't really look into it. Paul Pelosi. You know, you know who Paul is, right? He's the guy who got a DUI. Um, he's... he's um, um, Nancy's Nancy's husband he's the most incredible stock investor in the history of stocks wrong button Jamie and I'm going to hit this J now Paul Pelosi was attacked by a man with a hammer inside of his house I don't even have an article to read this I'm not I'm just saying this off the top of my head right now right and what what the fuck happened there well it turns out that uh, all right so the original story was some guy breaks into paul pelosi's house because he's trying to threaten like because he's a crazy republican he's trying to threaten the democrats right before the midterms but what happened is it wasn't just some crazy guy with a hammer who broke into paul pelosi's house he was let into the house Evidently, and then there was broken glass at the house, but it was mostly broken outwards as if from like inwards Like if you're inside you hit the glass going out most of the glass is gonna go outside But if you're outside, I guess maybe the way that you could do it possibly now we're gonna go into You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be more detectives here. I guess if he if he has a hammer and he hits it with the claw part, expecting it all to just to shatter, but it doesn't. It, like, stays in, in mostly, like, uh, chunks, like, big chunks. And then he, he, he clawed it in. He got it in past the glass now, and he has to pull it out to, like, grab, like, to, to like, hit it again. And as he pulls it out, because he's, like, going into maybe downward motion, he pulls more of the glass with the claw outwards as he tries to now clear some of the glass on the top, maybe, or in the bottom inwards. Possibly. Possibly he broke in. But it looked like he was let in. And there was three people there. There was Paul Pelosi, Hammer Guy, and, and sorry, Paul Pelosi, Hammer Guy, and some other guy. And uh, other guy is like a maid or a butler or some shit. And other guy lets in Paul Pelosi. 
or sorry, Hammer Guy. And then the craziest thing that I heard, and again, I only heard it, was that as soon as as they they get, uh, wait, what did I? Bro, the cop gets in the room, and they're both each have a hammer, and each each one of them has a hammer, almost like they have like some gay hammer play porn. And then the the bad guy, I guess, the non Paul Pelosi hammer guy, takes Paul's hammer and hits Paul with the hammer, and then hits the cop with the hammer. All I gotta say is, Paul is into some weird shit. But if you're making that much money, I'm assuming you've probably done, you've probably spent all of your, a, a lot of your money, doing everything you can to sexually satisfy yourself in every other way. Plus, I don't think Nancy Pelosi and you are doing anything sexually anymore. She looks like she's not had sex in a long time, even though the titties still look fucking supple. She doesn't look like she's gotten laid because she has that I need dick. I haven't gotten dick in a long time and I'm angry about it energy. Men get it too. It's like you call them incels. It's where they haven't gotten pussy and like their balls are filled with rage and cum. It's like women's women's vagina is filled with like rage and, 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 and like eggs, I guess. Sometimes it's, it's, it, there's equality is what I'm trying to say. Now, let's see. I want to do World Star Corner, but then, like, I'm kind of running low on time. So let's do one more study, real one more story real quick, and then we'll do World Star Corner, and then we'll wrap with the last story. So it's going to be number seven. All right. So we're just going to, it's kind of with the news, but not really. There's a new study on serotonin and depression. This is from Vice News. A new study on serotonin and depression isn't about antidepressants. And basically, they finally figured out that depression is not about uh, a chemical problem. Uh, I think it is what they mean. Like, like depression is not chemically induced, I guess is the word. So, like, it's not a chemical imbalance. That was the words I'm looking for. Sorry, I'm brain farting here. So if you, they used to think that, that if you had depression, it's because you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. Your brain's not making enough of this serotonin chemical. So what we're going to do is put you on a selective serotonin, SS, reuptake inhibitor. Now, selective, meaning it's going to select certain parts of the serotonin, selective of serotonin. But it's a reuptake. So when you take it up, when, you, when, you, when your serotonin is like, we need more serotonin, let's take it in. This thing inhibits that. It, it like blocks a thing that accepts it. I don't know what it does. I don't know. But it doesn't work. They thought it worked and it didn't work. It's mostly placebo. And that's why. I was trying to say, this story is from July, by the way, July 22nd. So this is from a long time ago. Before Kanye went, quote unquote, crazy. Not saying that what he's saying is outrageous. It absolutely is outrageous, but I think he's doing it for a point. That was what it was. Bro, we got to play this song for a little bit because there's lyrics on here. <clears throat> and I was driving with Chris to the city. When, we were, when he was driving us to the city, he played this song. And it's uh, Pablo. Wait, I'm not. I have to look at this. This isn't the songs I have to look. Why am I looking in the wrong place? You know what? I'm not going to be able to... Uh, guys, bear with me. We're looking for a Kanye West album. Let's go to artists. Let's go to Kanye. 
Kanye West has a song on his Life of Pablo album called St. Pablo. And on there, he talks about exactly what he's doing with the media right now. So let's listen to a little bit of it. Yeah. 908. All right, let's see. L.A. time. Back in the lab and shit. All right, ready? It pretty much goes from the My beginning. My wife ready? said... I can't, I can't, I can't say, say no to nobody, nobody. And, and at this rate we gon' both die broke Money knowing I'm in debt And, and like, like my wife's dead I still didn't say no So that part is all about probably the aftermath If it's even about that, it's probably not Now here's the part that it is, ready? People, people trying to say I'm going crazy on Twitter My best friend's friends is best to say low I guess it's hard to decipher all of the bills Especially when you got family members on payroll The media said it was outlandish spending The media said he's way out of control I feel like I'm the only one not pretending I'm not out of their control I'm just out of their control Sorry But did you hear that part? Like, I'll play that part again in a second but the, the most important part was the media said he's all right ready the media said he's way out of control i just feel like i'm only one not pretending i'm not out of control i'm just not in their control literally talking about it it's not that he's saying look look they're gonna go ahead and say he's out of control he's off his meds this and that but maybe me kind of predicting it i think there's another more this is just him bragging right information then he says he's this i don't know about that he says he he says he's fine so hopefully he is there might be one more in line maybe not troll convention thought i don't need to question i know it's antiquated sometimes get aggressive thank god for jay electric be down for the mission did it with no permission on our own conditions most blasted money have been beaten to submit that was a line did it way different this one listen to the hollywood producers don't stare at money too long it's medusa So I don't know if there's any other lines. Let me see. Let me skip past that. Uh, let's see. I hate when people do this. Okay, so brother Dom Muhammad told me the minute he sat back and smiled. Black and black lies is worth him. Oh, wow. All right. Ready? We're going to play this part real quick. Brother Don Muhammad told the minister about the presentation. He sat back and smiled. Black on black lies within black on black crime. On how to make a dime. Most blacks men couldn't balance a checkbook. But talk, talk about how my neck look. Well, it all looks great. 400 years later, we buying our own chains. Brothers. All right, so Kanye is literally, all right. I'm going to read them so we don't have to actually play it. The Jews share their truth on how to make a dime. All right, hold on. Black on black lies is worth them worse than black on black crime. What that means is lying to each other, black on black lies. Like, I'm not going to tell you how I do this. I'm just going to do this shit. I'm going to lie to you guys about how I do this shit. I'm not going to tell you any of the truth. I'm not going to tell you how I do it, and I'm going to tell you the wrong way. Uh, if I'm going to tell you what I how if I am going to tell you how I'm doing, what I'm saying is actually a lie. So that way you can't advance where he was saying the Jewish, the Jews share their truth on how to make a dime. The black people don't. 
the black people will say, like, oh, yeah, I made all my money selling drugs, but they didn't make it selling drugs. They made it some other way. But they want to say that. And then I'll get to that with the one fucking video that I have on Worldstar about an ex-record executive who who's pretty much talks about what Kanye's talking about, but in in a more eloquent way. Um, but then he goes, this is the craziest part. He goes, most black men couldn't balance a checkbook, but talk, but buy a new car talking about how my neck look. And that is, look, he, we don't know how to balance a checkbook, meaning that we don't know how to stack up our wealth, but we'll know how to flex on other people because that's what we're taught. We're taught in, in the rap industries, like, yeah, you know, flex on motherfuckers. You need to have the biggest chains on, the most diamonds, the most, you need to have the fucking nicest cars. But they don't talk about how you need to have a lot of money so you can be a billionaire, like Kanye. They make him look like he's a crazy man because he's a billionaire. Uh, he goes, talk about how my neck looks. Well, it all looks great. 400 years later, we're buying our own chains. Me- literally, the car is probably something that you're you're going to be paying off. Even if you're flexing, especially if you're flexing. And then maybe you're spending that money that you could have spent on other things to buy the, the things to flex with. The cars and the jewelry and the clothes that you could have used to, to start up your own business and stack up multi-generational wealth. That's the thing is they don't, they, and I don't, I'm not talking about the Jews because I'm not Kanye. I know he's he's being an idiot about it. He's generalizing but he's talking about people who want to work together towards it. Yes, they don't want to spread that wealth, but people do need to spread it amount. And there is enough for everybody. Everybody. So that was the, the my crazy Kanye West rant. Let's go into some fun fucking stories here on World Star Corner. Jamie, can you pull up World Star on my phone? It's going to probably do an ad, right? So let, let hit the mute button for me, just in case. All right, let's see. What video? Yo, we got to watch this video first. Type it in. Oh, see, I knew there was going to be an ad, Jamie. Jamie, you son of a bitch. You male son of a bitch. All right, soul left his body. This is a fucking hilarious video. All right, ready? Soul left his body. Looks like little man won't be riding roller coasters anymore after this. This mother takes her 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 like little son on a roller coaster, and he literally faints like nine times. It's the most hilarious shit ever. So he's freaking out already. He's breathing hard. He looks like he's trying to be brave, but he's getting scared. Let's make this light for you. It's gonna be so quick. <laughs> That's the mom. <coughs> he knocked out. He he literally fainted. He fainted. He wakes up. He's scared as fuck. He's like, wait, no, not again. And then he literally passes out a second time. He wakes up. He's like, what? He's trying to scream. And then he passes out while he's screaming. And now the roller coaster is almost done, I'm assuming, because he wakes up again. And now it's on the slowdown part right before the end. And here, listen to him. I'm not going on that. No. Wow. I passed out. 
Yo, he was not lying. Little man fucking passed out. That shit was fucking hilarious. You have to watch that video. You have to watch that video, man. This one, I don't even know if I... I don't even have to play this one. Because the guy just pretty much tells her to get out. She called it. She couldn't hold it in. If you want to watch this nasty-ass video. She couldn't hold it in. Woman freaks out after randomly getting explosive diarrhea while she at a convenience store. And ju- if you just want to watch the thumbnail... It shows a woman with her one hand by her butt cheeks, and then there's literally, like, light brown liquid shit on the floor in between her legs, and she just, she gets shit on, I guess, apparently both of her hands and tries to walk out. I don't want to play that video because that's disgusting. Zombieland is also another video I don't have to actually play, but I have to want to bring it to your attention. Apparently, it says a high school classroom goes crazy after someone put LSD in the water fountain. Well, first of all, it has to be in, like, one of those five-gallon, like, water jugs, right? You'd have to, like, dose that. And and hopefully, like, shake it up enough to mix it in. That way, when you flip the thing upside down, and then everybody has to drink the water, too. I don't understand. That's not true. That can't be a real story. That's why I'm not playing that stupid-ass video. Another video we don't have to play because it's long. But a Malaysian man gets what's coming to him after calling out Muslims and dissing their religion. Uh, he pretty much goes like, oh, I want you all to try me. And he said a lot of very deflammatory things that I'd have to translate for you. And then I'm repeating them and I don't want to do that. But he, first of all, he's in Malaysia, I believe, which is a mostly Muslim country. And he's trying to be a tough guy, I guess. And he gets his ass kicked by like a bunch of people just because they're mad. That's all you got to do. Yo. Don't diss a whole group of people because one of them is going to maybe fuck you up. All right? One of them might. Maybe not all of them. One of them will. Sorry, I was trying to do the face unlock for my phone and it didn't work. This one, I guess we're going to just hear the N-word a bunch of times. Type in University of Kentucky, and that should probably bring it up. Just put Ken, actually, University of Ken. University of Kentucky student arrested after kicking a, or after attacking a student and hurling racist remarks at her. Every Good time for an ad. To- she just pretty much said, you're N-word, and then she calls her N-word bitch, N-word bitch, N-word bitch, N-word bitch, but she uses the hard R, and I can skip the ad. We'll play a couple seconds. And- I hope. Could you stop, please? No. She's so drunk, this blonde white girl. So she's probably like an RA. Alright, that's enough. <laughs> There's like 20 more seconds if, if that made you hard. Um, that disgusted me, though. Yeah, so... Apparently, she's some rich girl because she fought the cops and she ended up getting, like, arrested also with, like, a charge of, like, resisting arrest. And apparently, she comes from money because she brags about, do you know who I am? My parents are blah, 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 or my parents are rich or X, Y, Z. That's more than just being entitled. Why would you... You So, what happens is most people behave the way that this woman did, and this woman behaved remarkably calm, considering... 
what she was being called, but also that there were there was somebody recording us. Obviously, she can't strike back, and she said she was not getting paid enough for this. Assuming she's on the clock, and is that some kind of a college thing? And apparently, it was some college party. I'm assuming she's like some kind of RA who had to like break it up. It's like, yo, you're way too drunk to be here. You're gonna get alcohol poisoning. You got to get the fuck out of here. And that's fucking ah. Uh, I don't know. This is a great story. I love this because it's a shitty story, but it's also the... I love the way that this dad handled it. And it wasn't having it. Or wasn't having that. Wasn't having that. What did I spell wrong? All right. Type in... Father... Squares and then hit enter. Father squares up with a dog who tried to attack his daughter, saves her lights. Let's play this. So, this girl's on a scooter, and this dog's running, and this girl's smart enough to run at him. And the dad has been this car, and then the girl runs towards the dad, and the dad stays in between. Dude, I love this. Only because, like, yes, the little daughter is scared. She has no reason. And she's just trying to get behind her dad, but also stay in a safe area. And she's scared for her dad, too. Because she says something like, like, come back, come back. Dude. Oh. I love the way that the, the, the father stood up for the daughter because that's... That's what I'm trying to do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry about that. That was another video. I try to stand up for, for those who can't stand up for themselves. And that's literally, that was the perfect thing. Like, that was fucking, just, you saw love there. The little daughter looked for her dad and her dad was there. And that's going to be like, I played a video like a couple of weeks ago that fucked with my head a lot. It was about those like fucking shitty ass uh, daycare people who were scaring the kids with the scream mask and traumatizing them. And this is like the opposite. Like, anytime, any monster any quote-unquote monster tries to attack this daughter she knows who's going to be able to save her as her dad or who's going to have her back as her dad as shitty as that is as of a, of a moment she knows she can always count on her dad to have her back i don't know maybe i'm just fucking being weird i don't even have kids dude this is the shortest video i don't even know if i want to fucking play it but it goes sheesh Administrator gets smacked after allegedly telling student the reason she's being removed from a classroom is because she's black. Let's just play from the iPad. So apparently she goes, bitch, you said it's because I'm black. So I actually don't know if that's actually what happened, but that's what she says is happens. And then she smacked the shit out. And yo, she had some power. She had some power. All right, there's this video. I don't even, I don't even want to play it, but it doesn't matter. But it says greedy mom caught on multiple ring cams stealing all the candy and then blames her kid when confronted. Yeah, she's, she's clearly eating half of the candy. She says, "Listen, I'm gonna get you all this candy, but then I get to take my cut. But I'm gonna show you how do we just." She doesn't realize. I guess everybody has a ring cam. She's fucking dumb. Oh, I don't want to play this video because it's terrible. All right, we're not going to play this video. We're going to just talk about it. Look this up yourself. Women exposes parents selling out their kids to pedos online for money. 
and it's absolutely disgusting. She actually shows, like, apparently, like, you can go online to these certain, like, they have certain sites and posts where there'll be, like, Instagrams that you can subscribe to of, of children. And then when you subscribe to those those Instagrams, it'll have, like, Amazon wish lists and then uh, also other things, almost, like, similar to, like, an OnlyFans where you can get, like, private content. Or it'll have links to their YouTube where it shows them doing kind of graphic stuff that probably should have gotten pulled from YouTube. And and the moral of this is that it pretty much is like a child sex ring operation kind of thing going on. And it's disgusting. Uh, because I believe it. I, I, I don't even... I, look, she, she showed nothing of, of sustenance because she can't really... But also at the same time, it's like, I believe what she was saying and she's trying to expose. And all I'm going to say is this. Obviously, if you're none of nobody who's listening to this that I, I would think would be a fucking would be doing that. But what you have to do is watch out for any of those creepy fucking parents. You know, that not all you. You might know some of them. Don't fuck around. Don't even let your kids hang out at their house, too. You fucking watch Donnie Darko, right? I think there was some kind of a sexual aspect of that. All right. This one, we're going to watch this one. We're going to have to fast forward some parts because it's like a longer one. Speaking facts. Facts. Speaking facts. Record exec exposes the rap industry after takeoff's death. In of seeing the uh, rapper from Migos died, I just wanted to... All right, let's pause. Let's fast forward a bit. Let's see left the industry um so he left my political beliefs but there is something i want to political he's a republican you know make some sort of change happen so i have a challenge to rappers and so I listen to this still follow me this is kind of I the kind of thing celebrity blogs still follow me from trying to get news from music videos and things Sorry. like that so here's the truth the Fine. truth is this a bunch of young Fine. black male rappers keep dying you know who's not dying record executives the record executives that push for them to continue to make songs and create a culture that is obsessed with death, drugs, and sex, period. The industry is obsessed with it, but those record executives, they're not dying because they don't push this culture on their own people, but they're encouraging you to push it on yours and they're paying you handsomely to do it. The reality is I know a lot of you, a lot of you are good people, your family guys, you're not the image that you put out there to the world. So that's kind of like that black on black lies is worse than black on black crimes because you're telling the lies that you're doing those black on black crimes and causing those black on black crimes by by perpetuating this as the narrative because you see that there's going to be another video. I mean, it's not really related. I'm just being a racist right now, I guess. Uh, but it's a, it's a man who gets harassed by the police for sagging his pants. We're like, Why are you sagging your pants? Probably because other rappers do that. And they were probably doing that because... It is possibly a way to conceal a weapon. And then if you do that, even if you're not concealing a weapon, you're going to get harassed, and then you're going to have more animosity towards the police, and the police are going to be like, I'm just trying to keep the neighborhood safe. But then they're going to also be looked at as a dick because, yeah, maybe most people are just sacking their fucking pants because they think it's a style. Anyway, continue, please. Why? Why don't you be the example? Stand up. I challenge you. Be the example. That's what I'm trying to do. Make music about the culture you want to see. Don't just get online today and talk about how, you know, whenever a rapper makes it, his own people take him down. Don't just make those That's videos. Always the worst, don't be man. sad. Don't rest in peace. None of that stuff. Be the change you want to see. 
inspire it in your community. Reach out to other rappers and say, we have to stop. We're being used. You've been used for a long time, you know. They create this paradigm to make you believe that you're so important and your celebrity status is worth so much, but in truth, you're a pawn in their game and you always have been. The government has wanted to hold down communities of people in different ways through different methods for a very long time. Their method in the black community has been to use entertainment to create a culture obsessed with death, drugs, sex, and money. Yep. So that they could create a false paradigm of what happiness and what success really was. And in doing so, they created a world that also made people more dependent on government. And as a result, gave themselves more power. The record executives that pushed well, you to right. do this to go and continue. So that was probably the. That was what his political parts were. He's like, all right, they're making him. I see what he's doing. He's going a little Republican here. But let's listen him out. Some of the things he might say is actually true. Let's go back to a couple seconds, Jamie, if you can. Yeah, just about right there, yeah. And as a result, gave themselves more power. The record executives that push you to do this, to go and continue to profit off the backs of your work, they're in cahoots with the elite. They're in cahoots with the government. Notice no they race was raised. They important, but in truth, you're just doing their dirty work for them, so stop. They've empowered you in ways that are real. You have an audience. You have platforms. You have the ability to make change. Mm -hmm. So go against the grain together. They're more afraid of you all together standing up and creating a new culture that's built around family, faith, freedom, doing the right thing. Libertarian. Valuing life than they are of anything else. So I challenge you, use your power to do the right things. If you continue. That's enough. I don't have to hear anymore. But thank you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What he said is 100% true. And, you know, he literally was saying in a more eloquent, eloquent way what Kanye was trying to say and also without the saying lumping them all into one race slash religion because that's stupid because it's not all of them, number one. Number two. To, to lump them all in is, is silly. Uh, I do it, you know, in my comedy, but I, I'll also do it outside of my comedy as a... Mm, uh, not on purpose, but and I, I start realizing the errors of my ways as I start noticing these people are not the stereotype that I think. And that's called growth, all right, guys? All right, let me pause real quick. I gotta go pee. I don't think I'm gonna have time to fucking make food before I go to... I'm gonna probably have to pick up food... But I'll make food when I get back. I'm going to come pee. I'm going to do a couple more videos. We'll do one store and we'll leave. And we're back. All right, guys. I got a lemon LaCroix. Let's do a taste test. It's got a nice... You know what? It almost tastes like light lemonade. It needs more lemon. It needs more lemon. They have one with less lemon. For people who just want to drink seltzer water, then I guess. I don't know. Ah, delicious. I like LaCroix because i got to do comedy. I would like a drink, but uh, i got to do comedy. So whatever. We'll do maybe. Uh, it doesn't matter. Probably not tonight. Anyway. A thing of the past. Scientists found a cure for baldness. You could look up that store if you want. That one is about baldness and apparently is cured by a protein. Guess what that means, guys? Just work out more and take some fuck. No, you, it's a natural protein. So pretty much, guess what, guys? Baldness is eventually going to be cured. And I was getting ahead of it 
before it was even a cool thing. So now what am I supposed to do? Just keep shaving my head? I guess so, because growing out your hair is fucking annoying. And then you got to go to barbers and, and talk to them and listen to them. And I don't want to do that, man. I had a cool barber. You still have them. Like, I can fucking hit him up. I have him on Instagram. and Except, like, because like we, we're, we're cool, but, like, ugh. I don't want to go to uh, so much anxiety. I have to park my car. Then I have to walk in. Even if I make an appointment, I feel like I have to wait always a little bit. And even if I don't have to wait, to, even if I make an appointment, is is going there, getting there on time, walking in. Because like otherwise, you just like, all right, I'm going to go around noon. You can go around noon. You know you're going to wait a little bit. But to know you have an appointment, dude, why? Why do I? Ugh, I hate it. What was another one? new story I just wanted to talk about, not watch? Uh, Karen harasses airport security because a typhoon canceled her flight. She just fle- freaks out. She goes, what do you mean you're telling me there are no... F-? She's Indian. I'm sorry. I you know what? Now I got to play it. It's only a short one. Oh, of course, there's an ad. Skip the ad. Skip it. Skip it, Jimmy. So, yeah, you can't really hear what she is, but apparently here. All right. You know, what's awesome is World Star sometimes does this. There's a little bit of the information on the bottom because this Karen was furious with a random airline employee after her flight was delayed due to a typhoon in the region around the Philippines. According to Jackie underscore solo underscore traveler with two L unless traveler always has two L's the taker of the video. The flight was only officially canceled about 15 minutes before it was scheduled for takeoff. And the only help desk provided by the airlines was promptly closed and passengers were told they were on their own for the time being. You can hear the whole story in a separate video here. Well, there's no other video here. Anyway, where the situation explained in more detail. Well, this... While this sounds like the crappiest of crappy airline situations, there is no doubt that the woman exploded onto the employees doing nothing but making a lot of loud noises that will help no one. After all, it wasn't the employee call, employee's call to cancel the flight. Do you want your plane to take off in a typhoon? In the end, a man who appeared to be the woman's boyfriend quells the situation. Damn, that guy, whoever wrote that fucking, damn. And I read that shit like a motherfucking G. All right. Caught in 4K, DoorDash employee caught stealing customers' food from homeowner security. And then you watch it, and this lady literally, like, puts down the DoorDash food, goes in, grabs, like, another wing, uh, and then, like, closes the bag thing, rings the doorbell, and walks away quick. But, like, I guess, like, a body cam, it captures audio and video a couple of seconds before the button is pushed and you know what why are you getting food at doordash just go wow i get it if you don't have a car right and you're where you're trying to go as far but i remember this one comic uh i'll say his name jesse uh now shit fuck man now i fucked up only because like now i don't want to like shit on his joke but he was getting mad that 
like he had to tip he wants he's like dude you're less you're like a short distance away from my house why would i tip you more than a, a couple dollars and i'm like in my head i'm like if he's on, if you're that far away from it why won't you just walk you can walk there or you can drive there and get it so quickly but you don't want to tip somebody who's going to do that for you you think your friends are just all out there just like yeah you know what i'm actually swinging by checkers yeah you want anything to eat yeah, I'm already swinging by. I could drop it off at your house. No problem. Yo, just give, give me a dollar. It's fucking crazy, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they get some kind of also other compensation, but maybe they don't. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Kid gets instant karma after sealing a bowl of candy. You can watch this, but pretty much this fucking fat kid. No costume at all, by the way. That was the other thing. No costume at all, by the way. At least the other mom was in no costume, but the kid was Spider-Man. This kid gets instant karma after stealing a bowl of candy because I thought maybe they put like, yo, what you got to do is you got to put in a layer of shit, like dog shit, underneath like plastic. Like, all right, so dog shit in the bowl, then plastic, then the kids candy. So anybody who dumps all the candy in their thing gets shit. Had that's I can't think of any other way to prevent like how do you like do single serve candies for kids like in a bowl without also like fucking up kids like you got to do something that like or like once you put like almost like a like two chemicals that like once they mix it becomes another chemical. Oh, here's you do. Put an open cup on the bottom of the bowl of bleach and an open cup of ammonia and then if he dumps it together it becomes chlorine gas he gets knocked out right on your front lawn you can catch the motherfucker right there that's a joke by the way but also you could do it if you want i'm not responsible if you decide to do it because you heard me this is a this is a satirical podcast people okay and i have to go soon because i'm trying to do comedy and i didn't even eat anything and i'm trying to and not try. Oh, I gotta do two of them. Two of them. I have to do. I have to do, but I get to do two of them. I didn't. You know what's crazy is too is, is like I didn't think of really many. I, I thought of one joke on Tuesday when I saw my family, and then no new jokes the entire week, uh, the rest of the week, and then the day be, the day of Sunday when I was gonna go do the comedy in the city, I did a ten minute writing exercise where I just literally sit on front of the computer. Uh, just so I don't have to waste paper. And I just type for 10 minutes about anything, period. And I did that, and then I didn't think of any other jokes, but then all of a sudden I start thinking of 100 jokes or tags on jokes. And then I start doing some of my other jokes that I wrote, and then I wrote like four jokes yesterday in the city. So are they jokes or are they not? We'll find out tonight. But anyway... Yeah, definitely don't steal candy. This kid does it, and he trips, and he, like, hopefully doesn't break his ankle because I don't want a kid to actually break his ankle. That would be terrible. Um, this one's called Cop Harasses Man Because He Was Sagging, Thought He Had a Gun in His Pants. And we don't have to play that video, but, yeah. Turns out it's like they literally just now here. All right, there's two sides to the story. The cops should be cool. They should just let him. As soon as it happens, they want to explain themselves. And I understand that because if you explain your, if you just say, oh, no, you're good to go, and then he leaves, 
well, he's not going to be as mad as if you say, no, 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 I'm going to hold you here and keep explaining to you. No, no, but do you understand why I'm mad at you? I thought you had a gun. Yeah, but that looks that sounds kind of racist. Yeah, but I'm not being a racist. I'm trying to save the neighborhood. Yeah, I get that. But you're but you're saying that be just because my pants were sagging. And then I lifted up my pants. He goes, well, you could have done that in the beginning. He goes, yeah, but you also accused me right from the beginning of having a weapon. And I said I didn't. You didn't want to believe me and you had all your guys surround me. So now do you see how I could be upset? Yes, I do. But can you see how I'm just trying to keep the neighborhood safe? Yeah, but you're doing it in a racist way. Why? Because you're only picking guy. Uh, am I doing enough uh, differences in voices so you know who's who? I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a shitty situation. And uh, I'll say on both parts. Number one, if that happens to you, do you want to act all mad? Act all mad for sure. You have every right to if that happens to you because, like, it sucks. It's a shitty situation. When you're in a shitty situation, are you going to react that way? Yes. Most likely you are. Uh, I know I will. I know I have. And number two, uh, I'd say this. If you... If you... If you're the police officer, your job is to protect and to serve. Now, I know that protect comes before serve, but you also have to realize that that you and and most police officers are like this. But the thing is, they don't stand up and talk against the bad ones. I saw another video. um, I didn't play it. I didn't want to play it, but it was pretty much about uh, uh, a veteran. who had a walking stick that was like folded up in, in his back pocket and they, the cops thought he had a gun. And so they stop him and they're like, oh, do you have a gun on you? We, we, we got a call that somebody's walking around possibly with a gun. And they're in Florida where apparently you can have a gun on you. Um, and he goes, we just want to make sure that if you if it is a gun, it's, it's prop. Uh, it's like whatever. It's, it's like properly. It's yours. It's your property. I didn't mean properly. I just meant to say like properly possessed or something like that. I think is the word. And then they end up, he's like, well, it's not a gun. It's my walking stick. And then he goes, okay, well, I need your ID. He goes, you don't need my ID. You you came here because you thought I had a gun. I showed you it's not a gun. It's a walking stick. Can I leave? And then she tries to leave. So then another cop comes. They detain him and then they fucking arrest him because he still doesn't want to give him the ID. And he goes, he goes, do you have a problem? He goes, uh, we were just trying to make sure you don't have a gun. He goes, and you saw I didn't have a gun, and you saw that I had a walking stick. And he's a veteran, by the way. Clearly a veteran. He's clearly like at least a Vietnam veteran, if not a Korean War veteran. Ah, that's despicable. Look, do I hate war? 100%. But I 100% support the troops because, God damn it, just because I hate war, I hate war, and... I would fight in it, and I almost did, uh, but, like, thank God my parents saved me, I guess. My dad saved me from it mainly. My mom was fucking ready to sign. She signed the papers. My dad said uh, he'll sign the papers, but then I'm on my own, and I was too much of a of a, of a child to, to choose to be on my own. I should have just done it, though. I would have had more structure in my life. I might have also died, though, and then, and then uh, what happens? I don't know. You Maybe you come back. Maybe you come back, maybe you don't. Maybe we we'll do this last we'll do that last story. Is it a funny story? Kinda is, right? Yeah, it is. That's enough of a funny story. I could make that funny. I could make guys, 
I can make that funny or die trying. All right. Um, we're going to play this. We're not going to play the whole thing. These wrong answers made Steve Harvey pretend to cry at the podium. And it was just funny to watch this because, like, yo, I love to see how dumb some people can be. And that'll lead into my last story. So this is perfect. So I love you guys. Let's hear this out. Top eight answers on the board. We have. Whoa, what the hell? 100 married women. If your man was in jail, name something you might hide in the birthday cake you bake for him. Uh, Chris. Naked pictures. Naked pictures. All right, decent answer. Um, picture me. They, they knew, and they, I don't know if you heard that, they buzzed it before she said picture of me because her dumbass said a picture. Not a naked. I don't have to say naked. I, I'm, I'm a decent woman. I don't have to say that my pictures are going to be naked, but, and also she's a frumpy one. And by frumpy, I just mean like, listen, I guess if you're in jail and I see her, I'm shooting ropes, hopefully into the toilet, which we also have to keep clean. But where else do you shoot ropes? Not in your sock. Do you? I don't know. Ugh. Maybe you do. Maybe you probably shoot ropes in your sock in jail. But that's why I, I hear they don't even give you socks in jail. You got to bring your own or buy them. I hear that from from sixty days in my my confidential news source on how to be in 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 a jail for sixty days. Not prison. Prison is more than a year. Jail is three hundred and sixty four days or less. Which, by the way. I'm on day 363 days. I'm on 363 days. That means that on Wednesday, if I do a full day tomorrow, Tuesday, and a full day Wednesday, I have reached 365 days nonstop where I've done at least 45 minutes of activity or burned 1,500 calories every single day. Thank you, guys. Uh, I was wondering if you guys were going to applaud on that. Again, I'll say it again. All right, guys, come on, come on. Here, let me just say it. I've reached 363 days of burning 1,000 calories a day and or, yeah, over 1,000 or is it 1,500? It doesn't matter. Over 1,000, is. I'll say that because that's 100% true. And over 45 minutes of physical activity a day, guys. And I've done that for almost one entire year straight. Didn't miss a day, even when I was sick. Outdoor walks when I was not feeling good. You might have to do 60 minutes of it to get the 1,000 calories at least if you're walking at a fast pace and add some pull-ups, but you can do it. Yeah, I did it. I know. <laughs> I love it. All right, all right, all right, guys, come on. Calm down, calm down. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, let's get back to this frumpy little woman. They were asked, like, what is, what name, like, what is something that you're going to get in jail? These people are so dumb. Listen to what they say. None of them can get anything. A picture of me. A picture of me. So let, let, let's play that back again. I'm sorry. Let's let's start from the first guy. Naked pictures. Naked pictures. Is it on there? No. Um. A picture of me. Almost uh, like a, a picture beat. of me. 
Picture of me. Like that guy knew. Picture of me. Nope. Kiki. Lingerie. Lingerie. Man. All right. I mean, I guess so you can smell it. I don't know why you'd want that in your cake. All right, yeah, finally, a smart fucking, another smart thing. I would think nudes, but you want some kind of contraband. Okay, so cigarettes is correct. Now, let's see if the rest of these ladies can... A hundred married women. If your man was in jail, name something you might hide in the birthday cake you bake for. A love note. A, a love, love letter. A, lo- a woman. A what? Note. All right. Who wants a love note? Exactly. You're in jail. You get a love note in a regular mail. You need something you're gonna hide. Hide. A cell phone. See, this is a woman who's peeking right. Number two answer: cell phone. Cigars was number six, I think. Something you might hide in the birthday cake you bake for. Alcohol. Alcohol. But you're gonna make alcohol. Probably not gonna send it, right? Yep. Not nah, and number and c- cigarettes was number six, by the way. Well, ask a hundred married women. Your man was in jail. Name something you might hide in the birthday cake you bake for. Drugs. Drugs. See that? That's a good answer. You're hiding something you can't supposed to send. That's the number four answer. Bam. All right. Are they going to keep it? Yes, sir. Two strikes. Fisher family can steal, please. She already fucked up, and she she said a picture herself. Is she going to do it? Your man was in jail. What's she going to say this time? something you might hide in the birthday cake. She doesn't know what hide means. You bake for him. A gun. Okay, maybe she does. I guess... I don't know how you hide a gun in a cake, but you do, I guess. Yeah, because the bullets explode. What are you going to do without bullets? Like, come on. How many bullets are you going to send in that cake, too? Guns are heavy. All right, now the other people. Are you going to fuck it up? We're going to say money. You can send them money. Why would you hide them money? You can send them money on their books. But it's the number one answer, really? Money. How much... Okay. Keys? Seven. Candy? What the fuck? You can get candy. Keys have. So he can get some Motown. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking right. Three. A file. The file is what I was thinking. Oh, my God. So that that's that's World Star Corner, guys. Thank you for visiting World Star Corner. Nope, wrong one. That might be for world. That that's gonna be for segments. Is we're gonna do this one. Corn jazz. All right, guys. Here's the story. Uh, it's about literacy statistics. Did you know that nationwide, on average, seventy nine percent of the United States adults are literate, which means about. 21% of the United States adults are illiterate. That means that one out of every five people that you see 
if you're wearing a shirt that has letters on it, they they don't know what the fuck that means. They don't know what that means. If you put a billboard on it, one out of five people can't even read your fucking billboard. If you write news articles online, you if you post a video with captions and people don't listen to the audio, one out of five people don't know what the fuck you're saying. That's crazy. 54% of adults have a literacy below the sixth grade level. This is in America, by the way. What? Half of Americans have a lit. They can't read above a sixth grade level? Are you fucking kidding me? What does that mean? Like you read like... Bro. Sixth grade level. That means you're not even, you're not even assigned summer reading yet. And you're still not even reading. You're only reading it when your teacher tells you to read it in class. Like, oh, you're only reading the article when Yusuf tells you to pull up this article and then you're reading along with him. 54% of Americans somehow. I hope it's none of my listeners. Please, I hope you guys, first of all, can read above a sixth grade level. And number two, I hope you guys read at least a little bit every day. If not every day, at least pick like a, a, a 10 minute. Can you do 10 minutes every week? Can you do that? Can you spread? Put put a book in your in your shitter. Put a book in your bathroom. When you take a dump, if you take a quick dump and then you read for two minutes, how many dumps you take a day? You're probably taking at least 10 minutes worth of dookie a day. Can't you read something? Do something. Be literate. Read. Don't do this. Don't let us. Here's the craziest thing. Massachusetts, where Boston is, where people don't even speak English, they say ka. They they they, they, they talk all weird in Boston. Yeah, I, this good. I saw this comic. He's from Boston. He's saying all kinds of weird shit. I don't even know he's saying half the time. They're the state with the highest literacy rate of children literacy, and New Mexico, which is probably a lot like old Mexico, has the lowest rate of child lit. If you're a child and you know how to read, not in, if you if you don't Manny, Manny, if you're an adult. Stay away from from uh, Boston women. No, no, those are children. Sorry. Sorry about that. Let's go to the adult ones. The state with the highest percentage of adults who were considered literate was New Hampshire. Of course, because there's literally nothing to do in New Hampshire except for wait for the season for the for the leaves to change and to read a book in your fucking uh while there's snow outside and you have a fire in the fireplace that's all you do in your hand and and ski and you ski and then you read books at night because you don't have cable and there's no satellite connection because there's always so much snow who, who the fuck goes to new hampshire isn't new hampshire one of those drive-through states that you just drive through to get to a better state i don't know he, oh here's the fucking here's the kicker yo you guys are gonna love this the state with the lowest adult literacy rate was California. The people who can read the least are the are Californians. You'd think people would have to read scripts all day. Like, isn't most of their population fucking actors? Like, they're fucking... All they do is read scripts, and they don't even know how to read? What the fuck is going on in the world? All right, this is the last part of this article. It's, it's a Snopes. Do... More do more than half of Americans read below a sixth grade level? Well, let's find out 
According, this is exactly from Snopes.com. According to a meme recently shared with Snopes newsrooms, more than half of people living in the United States between age 16 and 74 read below a sixth grade level. And then here's their meme, which is just words, by the way. Internationally, the U.S. ranks 125th for literacy. 54% of Americans between 16 and 74 read below a sixth grade level. A many level, I call it. We investigated this statistic, as well as the insertion that U.S. ranks 125th for literacy when compared to other nations around the world. Which, by the way, I think there's only 100. There's less than 200. So we're on the bottom half. Uh, though both statements are true to some degree, we took a closer look at the data and how it was compiled to gain more understanding as the limitations associated with conducting such a wide-scale generalizing study. That was a shitty way to say, yeah, we're dumb, but let's try to like not make it seem like we're that dumb. The claim, all right, ready? Do more than half of Americans read below a sixth grade level? This claim is true according to a review of the U.S. education system that was conducted in September of 2020. We're not going to explore. Does the rank of, does the U.S. rank 125th for literacy? We'd also like to briefly address the second part of the claim which states the U.S. is uh, ranked at 125 of global literacy. Those, this statistic is technically true. There are some important caveats we'd like to note about gathering to- tool set. Right, I'm not. Nope. I'm not going to read all of that because that seems like a lot of shit. You can read if you want to actually care. If you if you want to know that why we're not at 125, you read, not me. You do it, not me. That concludes the Pisk Off podcast, I think. Uh, other than that, I wanted to give some shout-outs real quick to you. My brother Yassine, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for sending me those those fucking clips. I was wanting that, and you did it, and I love you for that, and I appreciate you, and you did not give me permission, but you also did not give me not permission, so I did it, and you know what? Too bad. Ham, I want to shout you out. I want to shout out Manny because also I was shitting on you a lot, but Ham, I wanted to shout you out because like, you're always, you always let me know, like, yo, you're always sh- sending me stuff to, like, like at least send... Yo, I keep my stories primed up. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Yusef Goff on Instagram. You check out the Yusef Goff stories. I fucking drop shit every day that I can. If I don't fucking, if I'm not seeing shit, they're doing something dirty on the news. They're waiting for me to to cover up with some laughter and hilarity that I try to find on the internet. And I do that there in my stories. Um, And Pepe. Don't think I don't fucking remember you out in uh, in in Puerto Rico. Oh, everything's all good with you guys out there. You know what I'm saying? And don't think I don't know that you're you're my motherfucker holding it down in, in Puerto Rico, bro. And by the way, Pepe, do you? Oh, I watched Fatty. Uh, not Fatty. I watched uh, Rami on on Hulu, and I finished it, and I loved it. By the way, the la- the latest season, season three. And bro, Pepe, you look like Rami. My boy, my, my my boy slash cousin. I call my cousin. It's through marriage. It doesn't matter. This is my my ninja, and he looks like Rami. He looks like Rami in season three. At least the last time I remember you, you look like Rami season three right now. Is from what I remember. So that's a compliment. It's not a diss. That's a compliment. If you were if you were a comedian, you can say that you are the way I do with knockoff Drake. You could say that you are knockoff Rami. Bam. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know what else I want to say. I do want to say thank you guys for all listening. The intro song was by Eddie Ninevolt. 
It was um, called um, fucking, hold on, what was it called? Um, get into the playlist real quick. It was called, uh, sorry guys. It's called The Come Up, and then the outro song is going to be Bet by Russ, because you know what I'm, we're going to do? You know what we all about, doggies? We all about that winning, motherfucker. Actually, I just wanted to get to the second second one so oh fuck bet bet we're gonna do the second part of that because i i kind of maybe want to go to the second second part of this bet 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 i never understood the slang when i was in high school I needed a break, so I took one that's healthy. My parent was broke, so I bought cause we're wealthy. Parent broke and anchor everyone. I can help you if I don't help me. So give me a second to breathe. Give me a second to breathe. Then it's just flying at least I'm a pilot. Everyone's getting to see. Get a heist no more. Gotta be saying, Russ, I got it. You ain't gotta fly no more. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, I love you. Bet, 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 bet. See you next week, inshallah. Bet, bet, I love you. Bet, I'll see you. Bet, I want you to win. Bet, bet. See you next week.